Where does color come from? If you're thinking like an optometrist, you'd describe how light hits specialized cells in the back of our eyes, sending a signal to our brain that we're seeing a certain hue. But if you're thinking like a dressmaker, you might say that color comes from William Henry Perkin in 1856. That's the year that Perkin, an 18-year-old English scientist, attempted to create a malaria cure. He used aniline, a colorless oil made from benzene distilled from coal tar. Coal tar was itself derived from turning coal into coke, a common Victorian fuel. And Perkin's experiment created something reminiscent of coal, a dark sludgy ooze. Cleaning his beaker with a solution of alcohol, Perkin realized that while he hadn't cured malaria, he'd made something far more beautiful than a dark sludge, a brilliant magenta stain. Importantly, the vivid purple adhered to cloth, even after washing. Perkin had created Movine, which became the world's first mass-produced synthetic dye. Before 1856, the costly, laborious process of dye-making relied on natural materials. Purple, for example, had historically come from Mediterranean sea snails, thousands of which were crushed to dye a single garment. But when Perkin patented his easy process for producing Movine, he kick-started the synthetic dye industry. Advances in chemistry throughout the 19th century spurred further production of aniline-based textiles, as scientists and the public, and even Queen Victoria, clamored for bright, suddenly affordable outfits. Though it seems strange to us today to think of coal and its colorless oil as foundational for today's many-hued clothes, Perkins' Movine shows us the historical links between manufacturing, the fuel industry, fashion, and chemistry. This moment of science comes from Indiana University with production support from the Office of the Provost. I'm Yael Cassander.